Welcome back, as we are now two-thirds of the way done with the 1993 fantasy booking series. September 1993. Yeah. And in real life, though, rest in peace, Terry Funk. I got, I got. We got to do it. We got to do something for Terry Funk. Of course. I mean, you know, rest in peace, the last uh, of the old Texas Outlaws. Uh, there's, There was never anyone like Terry Funk, no. but there never will be again. No. Uh, he was uh, really, I mean, thinking about it, there's only one, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, there's only one old school NWA champion left alive. Like, the ones that toured the country, had significant oh, reigns. yeah, so like before, like Flair. the mid-eight, yeah, Flair? Flair's the only one. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, Harley's gone, Dory's gone, Terry's gone, Dusty's gone. Briscoe. The guys, Briscoe. The guys before them, obviously, are gone. I mean, there might be one or two transitional-type people that are still there, but I'm saying, like, long-term, you know, yeah. traveled up and down the road, popped houses all over the country, NWA champion. It's yeah. it's Flair. And, that, and it's just, I think Terry Funk is top ten all time. There's Not even according to our list that we've done yeah, yeah, previously. Yeah, no, there's certainly an argument to be made. I mean... Just reinventing himself. The the originator of like reinventing yourself. I mean, Terry Funk had almost two distinct careers. He had the technical wrestler of, you know, nineteen sixties through the you know, end of the eighties, and then he had the hardcore legend, which, you know, the younger fans, you know, really see him as, you know, where he's teaming Cactus Jack and uh, wrestling he- in Japan and ECW and I mean, a guy who really did it all. Oh, by the way, we're watching Fall Brawl 93 in the background, and I was right. Big Sky did the job. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's must be wrapping up. Old, yeah. old Big Sky's... Uh, Teaming with Kevin Nash did not do him well. No. Until he became Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Terry, we got a spot for you in 1993. Don't you worry about that. With that said, we're starting... In New York. Yeah. Fed time. What's the Fed got going here? Coming well, well, coming a very hot uh, SummerSlam finish. Yeah. And now slow build up towards Survivor Series. Series, yes. If you recall from the last time, Hogan did the job to Brett. Oh, but, dude, no, I didn't do the job, dude. What happened is it was a fast count, and he hooked my tights, dude. Uh, it wasn't. It, uh, it was really. It was really a disqualification. Uh, on Bret Hart, and so I won the match. I just didn't win the title, dude. Oh, you forgot. I, I brought a Nick Patrick just for one time. <laughs> <laughs> this is only fast count. It was actually the Fed 93, yeah, not dude, Starcade 97. Dude, it was a fast count, dude, brother, because uh, um, actually Bret Hart counted to finish himself because that's what he did to me at Starcade 97. I mean, uh, I don't know about that yet, dude. <laughs> but, in, uh, but with the exchange rate from America to Canada, the two was actually a three. That's where we got jobbed. Yeah, the song, but, yeah, those Canadians you can't. It's a Cobo Hall screw job. Yes, uh, <laughs> it makes me want to get my monster truck on the roof of Cobo, dude. <laughs> Andre's son's around. I can see it. Yep. So uh, it's a very somber. How did Hogan react to? to uh, well, the, the Brett did the job to a steel chair. Yeah. Several times and a couple of leg drops. Beefer turned heel too. Yeah. So we no got, one cared about that. Though. Yeah, no. But, <laughs> yeah. 
Why not? So Hogan, Beefcake are are now heels. Yes. So if we, Raw kicks off with a kind of somber SummerSlam report, kind of black and white because it's still Fed ninety three. It had some blood in the beginning of the year. It kind of but not on free TV. Well, Flair did. Didn't he? Yeah, Flair perfect. Yeah, 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 before then, but you know, few and far between. Not a lot. But uh, turns out Brett's injury is a slight concussion. We'll see that later, possibly. And uh, fourteen stitches. So he real blade job. It wasn't WrestleMania eight. Yeah. <laughs> circa circa nineteen ninety nine uh, WCW locker room. Hey Goldberg, dude, <laughs> brother, brother, dude. So here's the thing, man. Uh, Brett made me job, dude. So I need you to kick him in the fucking head, man. Uh, I'll get, I'll, dude. I'll get you. I'll get you. I'll get you a, a spot on, uh, on 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 uh, on my next my next movie, dude. Uh, you could be a Thunder in Paradise too, dude. <laughs> <laughs> So our first match, Sandal with muscles too, dude. You can be the 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 bad the bad guy, and I'll and I'll go over you in the movie, dude. <laughs> you can be Sir Dreidel. <laughs> yeah, dude. You can be the the, the Hanukkah uh, monster that's trying to take down Santa, and Sandal with muscles is gonna uh, punch you three times uh, and whip you off the ropes and big boot and leg drop you, dude, for the for the one two three. That'll happen, dude, as long as you kick uh, Brett in the face, dude. <laughs> Hogan with this the, oh, the foresight. Hogan. He's seeing years into the future. Uh, Atlanta Falcons uh, Bill Goldberg yeah. approaching him with this here in the, the fall of '93. Our first match afterwards. Interesting little matchup here. Doink's making a little return. He's been on the Sydney's for a little while. Haven't had much for him. Haven't had much for this guy either until now. It's the bad guy, Razor Ramon versus Doink. I, uh, I would actually like to see that match. That would be would go. really, really good. Razor, shockingly, he's getting some face pops. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's a cool heel. And uh, he escapes the stump puller and eventually gets the win with the edge. In about opening TV match, probably get about six minutes. Yeah. It'd be a good, good, solid match. He's uh, looking in the camera. He's like, I need gold around my waist to match the gold around my neck. Toothpick in the camera. I don't know why I sounded like I was you know, <laughs> Ludwig, like Borga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ludwig Borga. Ludwig Borga. Ludwig Borga on Ambien. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's Equalizer. Yeah. <laughs> Evad. Hey, he wants to be Hulkamaniac, okay? And speaking of not a Hulkamaniac, out, out randomly, just randomly, here comes some tennis racket wielding fellow named Jim Cornette. Hey, what do you know? New free agent. <laughs> But he's still keeping to the business. He's still got a black guy from the beat down in Atlanta. He's still staying with the business. Because it's Jim Cornette. It's real of me, damn it. So he's cutting a promo. He's like, I conquered everything down south. Now it's time I try my hands up here in the north. I'm going to debut my singles wrestler next week. Two weeks, I have a tag team coming in. So we got a little Cam Cornette kind of deal coming out. So new manager here. We got, we got a possible new stable. Yes. And also, a new tag team debut in here, but with familiar music where it starts off as All-American Boys. Oh, God. But it fades to O Canada, where Ray Rougeau starts cutting a promo, saying his brother is back, and he's found a new tag team partner by the name of Pierre Carl Olet, yep. known as the Quebecers. Uh, PCO and Jacques Rougeau. Rougeau. All right. I was waiting for... Uh, since you still got the the real manager, I got to figure out something. I was like, wait, Ray Rougeau's still in the company. There you go. And I think it's even a better fit, actually. It 
makes a lot more sense. It does. Because Ray was still there cutting until, like, in the 2000s. Yeah, well, see, Ray was... Was uh, the French commentary guy. I think guy. he might have been there into the 2010s. Yeah, he was yeah, doing <laughs> the, the French, French commentary. commentary. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, he, he was there for a good 25, 30 years after he, people thought he was in the company. He's a, he's a good promo. <clears throat> he is. I always, I always like both Rougeaus. Oh, I'm a big Jack Rougeau, Mark. Yeah. And, uh, PCO's your boy. Yeah, PCO is my boy. I love me some PCO. <laughs> It's starting to get outlandish, though. But anyways... PCO, PCP, say, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, it's... ICP, all the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, stemming from a challenge from last week, Money Incorporated taking on Bob Backlund and Lance Cassidy. There you go. You know, good TV match. Backlund loses again via the roll-up to IRS. In about five minutes, he like, counters the chicken wing. Roll-up, yep. clean. Clean, though. After uh, the heels get out of the ring... Backlund snaps. Finally, it has just pushed him over the edge. Cassidy is in the chicken wing for like five, six minutes. Refs, they're trying to break it up. They're trying to break it up. We finally he, got the heel turn. He won't. He won't let go. And then he's just looking like he's insane. And just, just it snapped. Yeah. Like he needs to go to the rubber room. That's it. Then we have a Jeff Jarrett and Jerry the King Lawler promo because Jeff Jarrett defeated Mister Perfect. Ooh. They're gloating about their perfect plan at SummerSlam and looking to find more competition on the roster. So they found more competition as the Steiner brothers come out and ask if they want some competition. Oof. We'll give you some. You found it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, still haven't forgot about these guys or these other guys. The Smoking Guns taking on the Beverly Brothers. There you go. Uh, Smoking Guns, they get a little... That's a good TV match. Yeah, that... More of a gun squash. Gun's got a little bit of something going on. Beverly's don't. Bev's, this can, time. Bev's can bump and sell, though. Yeah. That's all they need to do for this match. Yeah, they take the uh, the powerbomb leg drop finish. or I forgot what. Oh, it was a side suplex. Side suplex. Side yes. suplex leg drop. And after uh, they congratulate the Steiners after their tag team title victory, the head shrinkers, they don't like that, and they come out for a little four-way brawl. So the shrinkers moving on to the smoking guns. Okay. I can dig that. That'd be fun, actually. Yeah. And finally, the not ma- going to be a technical classic, but they can they can brawl. Oh, I mean, well, Fatu, five, actually, they're all at least they're okay. not terrible. But I'm saying that's, they're, yeah. they're going to be a, that's it's more brawling. of a brawling type, yeah, but yeah. especially with their gimmicks. Yeah, I mean, our main event brother comes out for a promo. Oh, he's not in his red and yellow though. He's just you know jeans and a t-shirt, eschewing the red and yellow. Really, is cementing him as a heel. Mean Gene's gone because he gets tossed out of the ring. Brother, dude. Mean Gene, you're done, man. Yeah. I said you're done, dude. Pretty much. And then he goes on a tirade just being obsessed about the belt. Just everything. Brother, here's the thing, dude. That's my belt, brother. I never lost it, dude. Because really what happened was in that Royal Rumble, Sid cheated me, dude. And then, and then I never lost a belt, dude. So here's the thing, Bret Hart. You're holding my belt. And then you cheat me at SummerSlam, dude. Uh, and you, you rolled me up, dude, and, and grabbed the tights, dude. And, and it was a fast count. And, 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 brother, I need the belt, brother. And get that piece of trash, mean Gene, out of here. As Gene's getting carted away on a stretcher. There we go. Gene, he was leaving at this time anyway, so. Yep. There you go. That Dory. <laughs> he, he's got a job down in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's where the local medical facility is. Yeah. Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, he's gonna go rehab with uh, uh, Doctor uh, 
James Andrews? James Andrews down in Birmingham. He's going to head back to Atlanta <laughs> on the way way through Sarasota. It's his connecting flight through Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why am I in Denver? <laughs> and as the camera's cutting out, we get a, we get a foul mouth. Hogan. Brett, the belt makes me money and it feeds my kids. You're starving my family, you son of a bitch. Yeah, you son of a bitch. And then camera cuts out. <laughs> that it cut out right before that, dude. Brett, dude, you're taking money from from me, dude, and from my kids' mouth, brother, and and, and I can't have that, you son of a bitch, fucker. What <laughs> a time! Yeah, cuts out right before that. Uh, it's like they were on a, on, on a maybe that's the taped episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Hogan, Hogan healed before SummerSlam cut the promo. <laughs> uh, I mean, Hogan loved his pre-taped promos. Yeah, but. Going out like that. Maybe they, maybe they taped this one at 7 o'clock and the live one aired <laughs> yeah. later. That was like SummerSlam. Fuck it! Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. So that, you don't see that in the Fed 93 either, just dropping the language. Yeah. As we move on to the second week of Raw, our first match. Razor's back. Everybody's taking on Lex Luger. Wow, Razor Luger. That I, sounds, I uh, that sounds like actually a big match. A good match, yeah. That's a good back and forth. Luger gets some heat, beating him down, can't get the pin. He uh, misses the forearm, hits his rope, hits his uh, throat, hits his rope on the throat. His rope on the throat. Yeah. Was it a red rope? Of course, it's a red rope. <laughs> <laughs> They're all red ropes on Raw. Son of a bitch. God damn it, red ropes going home. Yep. And uh, Razor gets the clean win with the edge. One, two, three. Over a guy getting a huge, been getting a big time push in Luger. Yeah. Razor might have something going on with Razor here. Hey, it's about time. He's had yeah. a, a kind of quiet year. They haven't had a lot for him, but now I'm going to pencil him in for something pretty big here in the near future. Next up, we got a via satellite promo from Calgary. Dramatic pause. Alberta, Canada. Yeah. With Brett Nowen. They will be back in a couple of weeks, healed up and ready to get some revenge. Not just for them, but for those betrayed hulksters. Wow. <laughs> got to have the betrayed hulksters. Yeah, all those little hulkamaniacs out there. And uh, Jim Powers is in the ring. Jim Cornette leads out his new charge by the name of Taz. Oh, wow. That's not where I was seeing that going. <laughs> Why not? Those vignettes led to something. Hey. Not the Taz Maniac. This is suplex machine Taz. This yeah. is just get in. Double Z? Double Z. Okay. Of course. Powers, he gets in a little bit because he's a veteran, but Taz just overwhelms him with suplex after suplex after suplex. And eventually... He gets him with the Taz mission. Let's go. Puts Just straight. Out. You know what? We're going to do it ECW style. Fuck it. You yeah. Need to build up a killer. And uh, their first target is Marty Jannetty. Okay. I can get behind yeah. that. And uh, can't forget about Yoko retaining the Intercontinental Tank Championship at SummerSlam against the Quakester. He's ready for his next challenger. Also ready. As Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels after he defeated the Macho Man, thanks to Big Daddy Cool, yeah. Big Sexy, Vinny Vegas, yes. Kevin Nash. Shawn's out for a squash. Nats, Nash gets involved, you know, does the little heel thing, whips him into the post, and, you know, big right hand. Just, you know, the stuff just showing, you know, hey, <laughs> Shawn just being cocky in the ring, just yeah, pins him course. with the one foot. But eventually, the Macho Man runs out. And tries to get both of them with a steel chair, but they both escape through the entranceway. So there's still still got Macho and Sean going on. Still some on. heat there. Still a little bit. And we have a 
video package for this new guy, the one, two, three kid, Sean Waltman. He's been getting a lot of wins on the Cindy's. The kid. Now the one, two, three kid. The one, two, three kid, Sean Waltman. Yeah. Oh, you're going the whole way. Okay. Yeah, I'm going the whole way. The one, two, three kid, Sean Waltman. Because okay. the one, two, three kid name's kind of. It, it's rough. It's it's tough. It, work, it works as a it works better as a nickname. I yes, feel like the heartbreak kid, yeah. Sean Waltman's. Yeah. So he's been getting a lot of wins on the Cindy's. So you know, here's a little video package of this uh, fresh young upstart eyebrowless babyface. Because <laughs> Mr. Perfect got a hold of him. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, I do have to pause for a second. We're watching Fall World 93 here. Talk about the all-time plant sign, because there's no way a fan brought this. It was a sign for this match that said, Kill him, Shanghai. Because totally, somebody's bringing a sign for Shanghai Pierce. <laughs> yes. It is an uh, uh, illustrious match against Ice Train. Well, this is a couple of boys here. Yeah. Shanghai but, is Phineas, right? I don't know. The, well, because the one in the hood's hog. I, I thought... The hood was Shanghai. Yeah, and yeah. Tex is the the Tex is Phineas yeah, and yeah. Uh, Hogs under the okay, hood. Okay, there you go. Then we have another vignette for my boys of the Quebecers, and somehow auto type to Quebecers. <laughs> w U, not Q U. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, yeah. Ric Flair is from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. If Ric Flair was French Canadian, there we go. And our main event of the evening, if we call back from last show. Steiners were looking for a new challenge, and so was Jerry Lawler and Ms. and Jeff Jarrett. I got that backwards. There we go. Are the titles on the line? No, it's Scott Steiner versus Jerry Lawler right oh, now. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, just singles match. Because <laughs> yeah. Scott okay. Steiner versus Jerry Lawler. I thought it was quick, but I was wondering. No, no, no. Uh, not sure. I'm not sure, actually, if uh, King would take a lot of those throws. So King's <laughs> dominating the match with some stall tactics and Memphis Heat stuff. Because yeah. I don't know if he'd be taking suplexes from Scott Steiner. <laughs> I, did. I don't know. But Scott starts uh, starts to come back. Lawler misses the fist drop. Yeah, I love that fist drop off the second Great. rope. It's gorgeous. Uh, Scott's setting up for the Frankensteiner, setting up for the Irish whip. But Jeff Jarrett runs in for the DQ. Yeah. Rick yeah, runs in for the save to end the show. Speaking, speaking of moves, King's not taking Frankensteiner off top ropes. One of them. Oh, Frankensteiner in general. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a bump. Yeah, I mean you don't wrestle for fifty years taking bumps like that. No. <laughs> And week three on Raw, this one sounds like a banger. It's the biggest test for the one, two, three kid, Sean Waltman, as it's the model Rick Martel. Okay. I thought it was going to be the biggest test for one, two, three kid, Andrew Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Proctored by Dean Douglas. <laughs> Jesus. Martel, you know, grounds him. He's Martel, surprisingly, is actually the bigger guy in this matchup. <laughs> you don't say that too often. Yeah. Grounds him. Wearing down the kid, but you know Martel gets cocky after a clothesline. Gets the and they get the old cocky crucifix pin for oh, the kid. Okay. One, two, three. Kid gets himself a big win on Monday Night Raw over the model. And I'm, I'm sure the model's selling it like you know. Yeah, shocked face. Oh, because yeah. the model's a great heel. Yeah, he can he, he knew either really, but yes. Oh yeah, I love the model. He's definitely yeah. And then we have a Bob Backlund promo where he's just he's just rambling incoherently. About how the young kids don't show respect to the older generation. It's just the sentences they just run on. Kind of sound like what I'm doing right now. They're just running on and yes. running on and running on, and nobody can understand them. It's kind of weird. We'll see where that goes. It's kind of Bob Backlund. So. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we have Brutus Beefcake out for a promo, saying if Brett is back next week, he's challenging Brett to a match. 
non-title. He just wants to soften him up so Hogan can get his title back. There we go. Makes sense for a heel lackey. I don't want the title. <laughs> I just want to soften him up for my friend to get the title. My my good friend, my, Terry. My good friend, my bosom buddy, <laughs> Terry Bollea. And then uh, Cornette's tag team debut comes out kind of like the Freebird style because it's Dr. Tom, it's Gigolo, Jimmy Del Rey, and it's Sweet Stan Lane. Okay. It's all three of the Heavenly Bodies. There you go. Bringing in all three versus three jobbers. They finish with the rocket launcher. Nice. I mean, a little homage, a little callback with Cornette in the Midnights. Why not? And I'm assuming uh, Del Rey's the one getting launched. Gigolo? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's with uh, Stan launching. Stan's not doing it. Yeah. I don't think... I don't think Pritchard's doing it. No, so. <laughs> Stan will do the launch. Yeah, Stan will do the launch. Pritchard can do it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they can do the double. Del- yeah, Del double. Rey's the Del Rey's <laughs> the one who's getting launched. That's yeah, and uh, they say at any two of them at any time could win the tag team titles just like that. So we might have a new Steiner's feud brewing right here. There we go. The Steiner's looking like there's some fighting champions. Also, a new tag team that could be in the works is Ray Rougeau putting over his boys. Which is his brother and my boy. So, yeah, let's say PCO and Jacques, or who are they facing? Or just a promo? That's just, just a promo. Gotcha. That's just a promo. We're just building them up right yeah. now. Told you, this is a promo. Heavy. Say putting over, and then I thought Putting like, themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. over. Putting oh, themselves over. Yeah. Got it. You know, kind of, because they're, like, taking the tour of the countryside yeah. in Canada, like, looking at all, like, moose and yeah. squirrel. <laughs> so now, are they doing the Mountie thing, or no? They're not the Mountie. They're dressed okay. like that they're not doing the... Okay. Like not like how Jacques was as the Mountie. Yeah. Okay. They're 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 a little more serious than just comedy. Yeah. Especially because of it's because they're good. Yeah. And we have a Razor promo. He says, "I'm still the bad guy, but I appreciate the fans cheering me, knowing that no matter what happens, there could be somebody that stands behind me." So Razor's turning face. There we go. And he finally is looking for the gold, and he found it. And it's around Yokozuna. Oh. Razor's throwing the challenge out for the IC oh. title. I mean, <laughs> I don't know who's getting the big boy up for the Razor's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but we'll see. No. We'll he's, see. He's going to have to find a different way to win that one if he wants to do it. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, speaking of big boys, we got the Disasters taking on Head Shrinkers right now. There you go. A little, uh, little, just a little brawl. I mean... Jim like, Ross, I, we have reinforced the ring for this kind of matchup. Yeah, <laughs> Gorilla Monsoon's feeding that to him. Yeah, I mean Gorilla's that Gorilla. Yeah, and uh, you know it's a big brawl to start. I mean, I love Quake and I love the Shrinkers and Typhoon's fine. So yeah. I mean, no, they're all good. They're all fine. Heat Heat's on. Uh, the heat, worst workers of the '90s are the, the, the like better workers of the 2010s today. Yeah. yeah. So. So I mean. All four of them are better than the Young Bucks. Oh, so. <laughs> Barry Hardy and Dwayne Gill are better than the Young Bucks. They can beat them in a shoot fight. <laughs> Bigger than the Young Bucks, too. Yeah, Even Gill, yes. Yeah. I agree. I mean, he's Gilbert for a reason. Yep. So it's a big brawl to start. Get a little bit of heat on Typhoon, just for a minute or two. It's a quick, just quick-paced match. Quake gets a hot tag, running wild. He's setting him up for the sit-down splash, but off a... Wax him with the kendo for the oh. DQ. But the guns come out and make the save. So the guns are... Guns and the, the guns and, still going yep. at it. The Simone guns. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? And here's an interesting main event for this Raw. Jeff Jarrett's in the main event. Okay. Against The Undertaker. There's, there's a match. But it goes only like 30 seconds because Night Stalker comes out. 
to destroy Taker, folds a chair right around his head, just beats the absolute crap out of him, and challenges him on next week's Raw for a match that's Falls Count Anywhere. Well, there we go. This is the last Raw of the month, and uh, this one's a big show. We've got Taker and Night Stalker, and that Falls Count Anywhere. Marty Jannetty is in action. Steiners are taking on Lawler and Jarrett for the tag titles. Bob Backlund's in action. And Brett and Beefcake, non-title. That's a that's actually a pretty heavy it's raw. It's a pretty stacked show. I mean, I don't have a pay-per-view, so I might as well kind of run it like it's a Saturday night's main event kind of style thing. Don't have a pay-per-view, might as well have a big show. Yeah. You know, might as well have a Paul White. <laughs> and we're going to kick things off with the uh, Falls Count Anywhere match. Taker and Night Stalker. And it's a wild double-juice brawl. We're going old school. We're juicing Taker. You don't see Ooh. it? Yeah, we're juicing Taker. Has he ever got color in the Fed before? No. I was no, th- we're, you know what? We're did, gonna, he ever, did he get color in the Fed before... Ministry? Oh, yeah, he did. Uh, right around SummerSlam 97. SummerSlam 97. So that, the, that absolutely disgusting chair shot from Sean. Okay. On that Raw. Well, that that yeah, might be one gonna, of the worst I, chair shots of all time. I was going to say before Bad Blood, but yeah, that was right before Bad Blood. Yeah, that was okay. right between SummerSlam and Ground Zero. Yeah. I That chair shot might be top five worst of all time. Yeah. Wow, but Taker getting juice. Taker and juice and night. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I got to do something to try to catch up to WCW. <laughs> so let's have uh, me and Mark get some color here. Yeah. And it's just a wild double juice brawl. They're just beating the absolute crap out of each other. And after a nasty choke slam on the floor, we also have another first. We have the first table spot. Taker choke slam stalker through the announce table. Wow. And that's the one, two, three. So we're doing something there. Might as well, if we're going raw, we're going raw. And that's the opener. So it's all probably downhill from here. Because <laughs> beefcake's in the main event. Well, hey. But Brett's all But Brett's the there, so it kind of balances. Yeah. And we have a Mr. Perfect vignette. He hasn't been really seen much in SummerSlam. Yeah. He's, uh, he's trying to get his mind right, get perfect again. See him chipping one in for Eagle, <laughs> pulling the 300 game, all that kind of the old school perfect vignettes. Trying to get his mind right. Try to come back perfect. We have a four a little four-minute sprint of a match here with Marty Jannetty taking on Terry Taylor. Okay. Just a four-minute sprint, and they're just going back and forth, back and forth. Eventually, Marty wins it with the rocker dropper. Yeah. That actually sounds like it'd be a fun little four-minute match. Well, yeah, and I mean, we kind of know Jannetty's getting set up for something. So yeah, and Terry Terry's Taylor's a good hand. Not, yeah. He's a good hand. Right now we have the tag team title match, though. We have the Steiners taking on Jared the King Lawler and Jeff Jarrett. Jarrett's doing the bumping. Yeah. <laughs> Jarrett's doing the bumping. Lawler's doing the Memphis, because that's <laughs> how they get the heat on Rick. Get the foreign object pop and get the heat, you know, the simple, simple stuff, working the leg, because... Trying to get the figure four. Jared's yeah. finish. But eventually, Scott gets a hot tag. They're setting up for the Bulldog. Time limit. Oh! They get the time limit. They stalled just enough. Steiners lay out a challenge for a no time limit match for next week. Because they want to put him away. We'll see if it gets accepted. What did get accepted is Razor's challenge. Razor and Yoko for the IC title will be in the near future. Okay. And right now we have Bob Backlund. He's taking on his former tag team partner, Lance Cassidy. Backlund just mows through him in like a minute and a half, just like he's crazed. Wins it with a chicken wing. 
eventually the decision is reversed because Backlund's not letting go again. So it turns into a DQ. So it turns into a DQ, but Backlund's just got that crazed look. Wow. But but there's a video that plays just for at the home crowd since they didn't have the screen at this time with just Backlund's face. It slowly zooms out, and it's on a voodoo doll. Papa Shango is controlling Bob Backlund. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Running him like a voodoo doll. Okay, I pop for that. I'm down with that. <laughs> Eventually, Shango enters ringside. He's also got a voodoo doll of Lance Cassidy, and he breaks that one's arm, and the chicken wing breaks Lance Cassidy's arm. Cassidy gets the stretcher job. Wow. I think that's actually what they were going to do in real life, too, when Backlund okay. turned heel. Was The rumor was it was supposed to be Shango controlling him. That, so why not? Actually, I'm kind of intrigued let's, by let's that. Do it. Let's I'm do it. I'm kind of intrigued by that. Actually, it's uh, I'm down with that. Let's go. It's it's better than uh, Bob Backlund turning into Rocco, which was the original plan, I think. Oh man, yeah, oh. no, that's better than that. Yeah, oh boy. Then uh, we got Jim Cornette just cutting a promo, hyping up his guys, hyping up all three heavenly bodies, of course. and Taz. I mean. That's an interesting combination there because you got three kind of sexy boys that aren't really all that sexy and Taz. I mean, well, but, you also have three, you know, kind of classic Southern wrestlers and yeah. then, you know, New York. So the, uh, Taz is almost like a bodyguard for Yeah. Could, could be. The hired gun. Yeah. No, that's Billy. <laughs> <laughs> See, Mama Cornette gave me some extra money to hire some protection for my heavenly bodies. That's Taz. Survive if he lets him. Straight from the, the, the hood of Red Hook, Brooklyn, New York. If I was coming to New York, I needed a New Yorker to show me around. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, he's driving me from all the show. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and if he gets tired, he's got a hood in the back. <laughs> well, no, if he gets tired, he can put the, the towel over his yeah. That's yeah. brilliant. If, if Peter gets tired, he can put the towel over his head and task try. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that popped me. Oh, that was great. Yeah. I, we needed that. We needed that uh, one. The point of these coordinates says it's red and raw. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Un- events. Unbelievable. Yeah. And our main event for this last Raw is Bret Hart taking on Bruce Beefcake. Yeah. It's, you know... Beef- First time we've seen Brett since uh, Slam. Yep. Other than the pre-tape. Uh, yes. So, uh, the heat is with uh, chin locks and just simple stuff working on the head because of the concussion yep. and the stitches, you know. But Brett eventually does win with the usual, and Brett goes out celebrating with the title belt as we will head into October and also to Atlanta. There we go. Well, we're tagging in Atlanta, and uh, let's see what we got here. Um, as I... Kind of messed my phone up here with the breaking news that we had. Um, all right, so we're starting out September third, nineteen ninety-three. As a recap of where we ended off, Sting Flair will be the main event of the tonight. If Flair wins without cheating, Sting will join his team. He made that clear. If Flair cheats, if there's any kind of shenanigans, he will not join his team. Um, but Flair has to win, fair and square. Uh, Tony and Larry hype that up. Uh, they also say tonight in action we will have the Hellraisers, and we will have Davy Boy Smith live in action tonight. Ooh, all right. Still feuding with Regal, correct? Uh, still feuding with Regal as far as we know. <laughs> At this time? Uh, yes. Uh, already in the ring, Barbarian and Bill Irwin. 
uh, versus Road Warrior Hawk and Kensuke Sasaki. Ooh. <laughs> um, qu- quite the squash match. Uh, but, yeah, Hawk, Hawk and Sasaki go over about four or five. You know, Barb gets a little bit in. Yeah. Bill Irwin does not get any offense in. No. I can see, like, Barb and Hawk doing, like, a couple of power double clothes. Yeah, they, you know. Spots. Shoulder butt, shoulder yep. tackle stuff. Yeah, you know, you hit me, I, I know sell it. You hit me, I know sell it. The yeah, classic, big, classic big Hoss guy stuff. <clears throat> yeah, and then but Bill Irwin takes the pin. Uh, then we get a uh, promo from part of the Horsemen. Uh, Austin, Pillman, Tully. Uh, They're addressing Eric Bischoff, who's not present. Um, but, you know, Bischoff, here's the thing. Out these, these hell raisers here, they think they're going to come in here and raise hell over my dead body. Here's the thing. They ain't done nothing here in WCW. They should be at the bottom of the rankings, and they don't need to be anywhere near these WCW tag team titles. So, that's that's kind of what they're coming across here. Match number two, Davey Boy Smith, Bobby Eaton. Ooh, I like the way that sounds. Yeah, and it's going to go, I mean, give him eight, nine minutes. Bobby will get some offense in. He's not... Full jobber mode, but, you know... Jobber to the stars. Yeah, he's got to put over the guys who are, are in quotation marks, drawing the houses. Uh, Davey Boy goes over at the running power slam, grabs a microphone in the ring. You know, I'm not going to stop going after Lord Steven Regal until he gives me a fair match for the TV title. None of this cheating, none of these dirty tricks, none of these draws. I want him one-on-one in the metal of the ring. That's a really, really bad Davy Boy Smith. But Regal, I'm fucked. Yeah, <laughs> translation. Regal, I'm fucked. Uh, more crack. <laughs> <laughs> and we are uh, very early. This is maybe 30, 35 minutes into the show. And we're going to Flair vs. Sting. Oh. This is going 25 minutes. This is getting some time. Uh, it's competitive. There's no heel. There's no heat. Uh, so there's a lot of back and forth. Uh, Flair's working the leg. Sting's working the back. Uh, kind of trading, trading, trading. So it's not like your typical Flair Sting yeah, stuff. Yeah, it is not like what you've seen with Flair Sting, where Flair's usually the heel. Well, Flair always the heel. Yeah, <laughs> Flair doing his Flair stuff, yeah, Sting yeah. doing the Sting stuff. Um, which is always great. Yes. Uh, Flair goes Irish Whip Sting into the ropes. Sting actually collides with the official. So we get a ref bump. <clears throat> and Sting kind of stops, shocked, you know. Oh no! Chop block. Flair starts going for the figure four. Rick Rude and Arn Anderson hit the ring. Start putting the boots to Flair. Putting the boots to Flair. Flair's, you know, trying to fight back. He kind of rallies the crowd. Yeah, and uh, he chops. Rude bails. Turns around right into a spine buster. <clears throat> Arn plants him. Sting wakes up, not really knowing what happened. Cover, ref, one, two, three. Sting wins. And Flair kind of wakes up just as, you know, the three count and looks around shocked. And Tony, what's going to happen to Team Flair? We're out of time! Uh, Tune in to Worldwide! Yeah, turn in, tune in as we go out! And we start out, Ricky Steamboat. In the ring for September 10th, 93. Sting, get out here. We got to talk about war games. And Sting comes out and says, you know what, Ricky? Respect you. I love you, buddy. But I won last week. And I stick to my word. I am not going to join Flair's team. 
Why would I join his team? What has he ever done for me? Not going to do it. And Steve says, you know, will you reconsider? I mean, for me, not for not for Flair, for me. And Sting says, you know what? No. I'm out. I'm out. Go, you know, Flair can go find you another person. And Steamboat says, you know, he's he's here this week. Uh, he, he just just got here. I, I, I think he's he's not even in the building yet. He'll be here soon. Uh, we've got an announcement, but we need we need you. You're like you're our fourth guy. We need you. And he says, what do you mean fourth guy? Uh, fourth guy. Don't worry about it. And Sting well walks out. Hmm. Uh, we then get Booker T with Sherry Martell versus Jimmy Golden. Sounds interesting. Yeah, nice little back and forth. You know, seven eight minutes. Um, Booker goes for the scissors kick. Golden ducks it, rolls him up, grabs onto them tights. Nice and tight. <laughs> yep. One, two, three. Golden wins with the roll up, and that's it. Uh, we then get a Nasty Boys uh, promo with Missy Hyatt, uh, talking about how they're this, that, and then some. They're gonna get the the win at Fall Brawl on the Triangle Tag oh, Team Match, yeah. uh, first time in WCW. We also then get a Four Horsemen promo, uh, and they are loving the fact that Sting turned on Flair. Uh, Rude turns to Arn. Who else does he have left to ask? And Rude, are nobody. You know, he doesn't have any friends left. All he's got left are enemies. It's like it's a steamboat. Even really his friend. Yeah. And then they cut, freeze frame. Bob Cook in the ring. <laughs> That's who he's gonna ask. No. Um. Ice Train comes out, two minutes, Ice Train goes over and gets the win. Uh, and then we see a Harley Race promo with Big Van Vader talking about Cactus Jack and the fact that Vader will be wrestling tonight. Yeah, Vader doesn't wrestle a lot on Saturday no. night, but he's going to be there. I mean, he is there. It's a rare, his, rare treat. No, he's going to wrestle here on Saturday night. And in walks... I mean, fresh in the backstage area, Ric Flair. Harley just got here, got a long, long red-eye flight from uh, far away, and uh, got some bad news about Sting. But you know, Harley, you and I, we got as much history as anybody in this business. Starcade, ten years ago, Harley. Flair for the gold. You and me, we made. WCW what it is. And I know I'm asking a lot of you here, Harley. But look at your man here. Big Van Vader. Most dominant force in wrestling today. Hasn't lost a match in a year. Year and a half. Something like that. What if double duty at Ball Brawl. Big Van Vader Beats Cactus Jack. Big Van Vader wins war games. And I know, I know, don't, don't answer yet. I want you to think about this. You got Rick Rude out there running around saying he's the world's heavyweight champion. You know, Harley, in our day, we didn't have two world's heavyweight champions. What do you think of that, Vader? And Harley kind of thinks about it. Hmm. Gives, a, gives a finger. You know, one, one second. Kind of pulls Vader back, and they whisper off off microphone a little bit, back and forth. And uh, Harley says, "Well, 
Well, Rick, talked it over with Vader, and uh, we're, we're of the same mind here. We agree. And that is, Rick, you can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> and they walk away. <laughs> Even uh, Harley Race. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's going to everybody. Yeah. Uh, we now go to, uh, and I feel bad for this guy, but an already in the ring Bobby Eaton Uh-oh. up against Psycho Sid Vicious. Oh, no. Uh, um, Sorry, Bob. Yeah, this one's going three minutes, maybe? Three and a half minutes? Uh, yeah, I can see that. Power bomb. Uh, Sid goes over. Um, and now Flair uh, is talking with Steamboat and says, well, there's only one left to ask. I think I gotta do it and Steamboat goes, Are you sure? I'm sure. It's it's gotta be. Well he says, Well what, what happened what happened uh earlier? He says, Well, you know, I had the camera crew follow me. We can we can show everyone at home what happened. And he cut. Ric Flair getting in a Lear Jet Of course. Uh flying late at night. Uh it arrives in the morning, gets in a limo. Drives out into the middle of the prairie, pulls up to a sign that says Double Cross Ranch. And he gets out, you know, dressed in, you know, Ric Flair suit. Yeah. Uh, no models this time, but, you know, dressed in the Ric Flair suit. Camera's following him. He walks up, he knocks on the door of this ranch house, and up walks the old cowpoke himself, Terry Funk. Terry. I know you've been following World Championship Wrestling. I know you got no love lost for these people. I need you. One last ride. Terry Funk, Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat, War Games. Well, you know, Rick. See, I'd love to help you, Rick. But, you know, the thing is, I've been back here at the ranch these last couple of months, and my old horse is just not feeling well. My old horse is sick, and, you know, I, I don't know if I can leave my horse here alone like that. And, and Rick goes, well, Dor- Dory's here. Why, why, why don't you have Dory look, look after your horse for it? Oh, you know, well, I didn't think of that. Well, now that you say that, I think I'm in. I'm ready. I'm ready. He grabs his branding iron and hops right into the limo. <laughs> Comes back with Ric Flair. <laughs> and Rick says, but you know what? As they cut back to real life, uh, Ricky, I learned a lesson. I'm not bringing Terry Funk to the arena so the four horsemen can jump him. They're not going to see him no fall brawl. And then we go to an already in the ring Van Hammer. Oh. Up against Big Van Vader. I got 20 uh, bucks on a van. Yeah, a van one. is going over. A van's going to run over Hammer. Uh, <laughs> Van hammered, and uh, Vader wins with the Vader bomb under two minutes. But Cactus Jack runs in with a baseball bat after the bell, and Vader, first time all year, backs down from someone, Ooh. and that's how we go off the air. Now we are on Fall Brawl Eve, September seventeenth, nineteen ninety-three. Show starts out with Eric Bischoff confirming, confirming two more matches for Fall Brawl: Stephen Regal versus Davy Boy Smith for the TV title. And now returning from injury to Cold Scorpio versus Ray Trailer. All right. We start off with our tag team champions wrestling Tom Zink and Johnny Gun. Ooh, Johnny Gun. 
And this match goes on longer than it should because Austin and Pillman are toying with them. Oh, yeah. They're, you know, kind of playing with their kill. And it's kind of obvious they're trying to hurt them. Uh, but they do eventually put them away about eight, nine minutes. And after the match, Hawk and Kensuke Sasaki come out and call out the champions. Well, you know what? You've been ducking us. And I think after Fall Brawl, we should be facing you for the tag team titles. And Austin and Pillman, until they do not, do not even answer, they book it. They're out. <laughs> Run. Gone. Yeah. Exit stage right. Uh, Cactus Jack wrestle against Tex Slazinger. Little brawl. Good little stuff. Um, during the entrances, we have an inset promo from Harley. Talking about at fall brawl, it will be the end of Cactus Jack. Uh, Cactus Jack wins in three, four minutes. Nothing, nothing major there. Uh, we then get a Houston Heat promo with Sherry talking about the triangle tag. Sherry saying her boys are going to win. Uh, they'll overcome the nasty boys. They're going to overcome uh, Stud Enterprises, the Stud Stable uh, at Fall Brawl. And then we get a tag match. Main event of the evening, Two Cold Scorpio and Ron Simmons versus Barry Windham and Ray Trailer. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. Can go 10, 12 minutes. Like, this is a good little time for this match. Um, unfortunately for Scorpio, Ray Trailer hits him with the police baton. <laughs> Boss Man Slam, one, two, three. And then Rick Rude and Arn Anderson come out. In-ring promo, they call out Ric Flair. They say, Rick, looks like you're one man short with one day to go for war games. And Ric Flair responds. He comes out on the ramp, does not come down to the ring. So you know what? Woo! I do have a fourth man. And guess what? In the interest of suspense, I'm not going to tell you who it is. I will reveal the fourth man when he comes out at War Games. Ooh. But I will give you one hint. He's not a big fan of you, Ricky Rude. And we go to Fall Brawl. First match. Triangle. Actually, before we do that, Jesse and Tony open the show. And Jesse the Body Ventura. You know, this, this, we got the Fall Brawl here with the War Games. It's my first time... Uh, Seeing the war games in person, you know, and uh, uh, I think I like the horsemen in here. They're a, they're a unit. They make sense. They work together. And I'll tell you this, Tony, in the war games, the rules of this year, the only way to win is by pinfall, submission, or knockout. And guess what? Rick Rude, Arn Anderson, Steve Austin, and Brian Pillman, they haven't been pinned, submitted, or knocked out in all of 1993, Tony. That Can you say the same thing about Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat, and Terry Funk, and whoever they got on call? I don't think you can, Tony. So That's good storytelling. Yeah. That's good stuff. And we start out, triangle tag match. Houston Heat, Stud Stable, Nasty Boys. And this is going to be competitive. Um, it is an elimination style match. Are they... So, good. Are they uh, with three in the ring at the same time? Uh, they are two in the ring at a time. Okay. And when someone's pinned, their team is eliminated. Okay. But you can tag whoever? You can tag whoever. Okay. And if you tag two partners, then they must fight. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a competitive match. You know, everybody gets their stuff in. Uh, Houston Heat pins uh, Fuller with the Heat Bomb. 
And they go another five, six minutes with the nasties. But uh, Missy Hyatt jumps up. Sherry rips her off the apron. Booker T kind of looks to see what's happening. Clocked from behind with brass knuckles. Ah. And uh, Sags pins him. And uh, the nasties go over here at Fall Brawl in the opener. It's a big win. Yeah. Uh, Houston Heat's first clean, well, not really clean, but first definitive loss, yeah. really, uh, since they've been in. Um, now we have two cold Scorpio versus Ray Trailer. And another, you know, decent little time match. Um, Trailer dominates early. I mean, size, weight, power, he's just beating him. Uh, Scorpio gets a big comeback. Uh, Wyndham hops up in the apron, he eats a kick. Uh, he body slams the uh, trailer. Four fifty splash. One two three. Ooh. Yeah, Scorpio's getting some uh, some momentum back. And then we get a Hellraiser's promo. And they said, "You know what, Austin Pillman, we're done waiting. If you don't give us our match here in the near future, we're just gonna start beating you every time we see you." Which goes to the television title match: Steven Regal with Sir William versus Davy Boy Smith. And I want to give him some time. Uh, Regal is... He's one step ahead of Davey this match, though. I mean, every time it looks like Davey's getting momentum, he cranks an arm, he gets a leg, and he ends up submitting him. STF, Davey Boy taps out. Uh, That's it. Uh, Steven Regal wins fair and square. Retains uh, in pretty impressive fashion. And now we go to the world... Title match. WCW world title. Big Van Vader with Harley Race versus Cactus Jack. And this is going to be like the movie where it's kind of like Terminator. I mean, Cactus Jack gets a beating of a lifetime and just keeps getting back up. You know, every big move Vader can do, he hits. And it's a kick out. And he's back. And he's fighting back every time. He will not stop. He will not quit. He will not give up. Vader eventually gets him down. Goes for the moonsault. Miss. Double arm DDT. Bam. One. Two. Shoulder up. Vader kicks out. Cactus doesn't know what else to do. Goes for it again. And as he goes, he's got those arms hooked. Harley Race is up on there. He's pointing at him. Cactus goes over. He decks Harley Race. He turns around right into a power slam from Big Van Vader. He drags him to the corner. Vader bomb. Gets back up. Vader bomb. Gets back up. Vader bomb. One, two, three. Takes three Vader bombs. I don't know if it took three, but he gave him three. He didn't even attempt to pin him in between. He He was that pissed that this little shit wouldn't stay down. And now, we go to the main event. And I'll tell you, here's what's going to happen. The teams must stay in the backstage area until it is time for their next entrant to come out, Tony. So first up, remember, the advantage was to Dangerous Alliance. Not Dangerous Alliance. <laughs> Jesus. In 1992 mode, the Four Horsemen. I mean, there's a couple of the same guys. A couple of the same guys. Uh, and Steve Austin comes out number one for his team. Ooh. Number one for the babyface team. Who's it got to be? Steamboat? Flair? 
It's gotta be Flair. Come on. And you know what, Tony? That's real egotistical of Ric Flair. He thinks he's gonna outlast everybody. A real team captain comes out last in the cleanup role to win the, the match, Tony. They don't come out first to try and hog all the glory. I think it'd be more egotistical <laughs> to come out last to take all the glory. You don't get your ass kicked. You know what, Tony? I don't want to hear any back talk from you. <laughs> <laughs> how, how many matches have you won, Tony? Were That's you in right. Navy SEAL, Tony? Exactly. Were you in Vietnam, Tony? Did you star in a movie with Arnold? No. Uh, so it starts out. Um, you know, Flair gets his upper hedge for a little bit. Um, Steve Austin gets his stuff in, too. You know, kind of back and forth until uh, Arn Anderson oh, comes yeah. out for the two-man advantage. And he starts, you know, really working Flair. That's when it's, you know, the heels get the edge. They're putting the boots on Flair. And <clears throat> it's at this time they do uh, one of those slingshots into the steel fence. And Flair gets juiced early. Flair's getting cut. Very, very early in the match. Uh, and he's just hanging on, hanging on until it's time for Ricky Steamboat to come out next. Um, oh, sorry. And uh, Ricky Steamboat comes out and, you know, he kind of evens up the odds, evens up the odds. And there now it's two on two. Flair gets back up and, and they're going until Brian Pillman comes down. Pillman. You know, they put on the three-on-two beatdown, and they're really focusing on Flair. Like, Flair, they can, you can, you know, you can tell Flair coming out early. They're working on him once it's time for for the match to be in, in into the match beyond Tony. I'm telling you, they're gonna focus on putting Flair down, and and Terry Funk comes out with the branding oh, iron, of course, uh, and the refs are kind of re- trying to wrestle it from him as he's getting in and. You know, he ends up in a comedy spot. He sticks Nick Patrick's ass. <laughs> and then he drops... That's the, not a comedy spot. That is deserved. <laughs> yes. Uh, and he drops the branding iron and he goes into the ring and he starts cleaning it uh, back up into a fair match. Um, the flare takes a little bit longer to get back this time. It's a little bit longer. He's, he's, you know, feeling the effects. And, uh, you know, Funk's getting his stuff in until it's time for Rick Rude to come out. The captain of the Four Horsemen. The most dangerous man in WCW, the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, ravishing Rick Rude, fellow Minnesotan, just like me, Tony. Yeah. And, you know, once again, they're focusing on Flair, and Rude hits a Rude Awakening to try and put Flair, trying to put him out of commission so even when the mystery guy comes out, it's not gonna matter. And it looks, I mean, it's looking bad. I mean, Steamboat's in trouble. You know, they finally got to Funk. Flair's looking out of commission. And at first, nothing happens. And then, kind of a familiar music starts to play. And the bagpipes hit! As Roddy, Roddy Piper comes out! We're talking about Flair feuds! We're bringing Piper back, <laughs> yeah. damn it! <laughs> the fans, I mean, go they, nuts. Oh, they go full banana. They go full banana. <laughs> Boom, bam, bam. He's a bumping over here. And he's a doing this. And, and a bumping in the cellar. Yes, and Piper comes out. And he's rat-a-tat-tat. And he's throwing the lefts and the rights. And, you know, yeah, gets the, the finger, finger poke bump. in. And now we're in the match beyond. And we're going. And we're going. And, you know, five, ten minutes pass. This is a long match. It's going almost a full hour. Took 30 minutes for Piper to come out, 
and now we're going almost another half hour after that. And it's going, it's going. And eventually, we get in towards the finishing sequence. And what we have here, Piper catches Rude, who's going for a clothesline in the sleeper hole. And he's got him, and he's fighting, and he's fighting, and Rude starts to fade. And, and, and he's going, and the ref's kind of checking on him. Are you, you, you there? And Austin breaks it up from behind. Starts putting on the boots, and he hits the stun gun on Piper. And Austin turns around, top rope, Steamboat, hits him with the cross body. Steamboat gets up, gets a drop kick from Brian Pillman, who smashes his face into the cage. And then Pillman turns around, kick, pile driver from Terry Funk. <laughs> yeah. And he pops up, taking the big old bump. But then Funk, you know, kind of, you know, does his little wobble yeah. around with the arm in the air, right into a fucking spine buster. Yeah. From Arn Anderson. And Arn Anderson, you know, kind of puts the fist pump over his face. But then he comes comes up limp from behind. Flair hit him with a with a chop block. Flair gets the leg. He's wrapping it. And he pulls him into the corner. And he wraps his leg around the corner post. And takes him down with a figure four on the corner post. And Arn's squealing. And he's fighting. And he's crying. And he doesn't want to do it. And he doesn't want to do it. And then he starts shaking his head. Yes. And he, he submits. He did it. He submits. Ric Flair has won War Games. Team Flair has won War Games. The first time this year the Horsemen have lost a match. Flair gets his revenge for four months of shit from Arn Anderson. The baby faces are celebrating. And the heels are trying to regroup in the ring. And they're, they're you know, putting themselves back together. And, you know, they start getting out of the ring. And Piper gets out of the ring. And, you know, Steamboat's out of the ring. Funk's out of the ring. Until he comes up and smashes the door in Ric Flair's face. And Medusa locks the door. And four on one, they start beating the shit out of Ric Flair. The horsemen have one more trick up their sleeves. And, and, and Funk's climbing the cage. And Piper's trying to yank at the lock and it's no good. And Steamboat chases Tully who runs off stage. And, and Medusa takes the key and he, she puts it down her dress. And what are they going to do? They're not going to, you know, they can't grab up there. So, so what can they do? They don't know. Until Ozzy hits. Hellraiser. Hawk. Kensuke. Come out. They each grab part of the cage door and rip it off. <laughs> yes. They rip off the door. They go in. Funk goes in. Piper goes in. And they clean house. And the heels go running for the hills. As they lift up Ric Flair. Bloodied. Battered. Beaten. But victorious. Oh, uh -huh. uh, let's go. Team Flair wins. Woo, we got one more week, week of Saturday night. <laughs> Woo! How do you how do you top that? I don't know. We'll try. Yoshi Kwan. Yeah. <laughs> so we get a recap of Fall Brawl, emphasizing, of course, the last two matches: the WCW title match and the War Games match. Eric Bischoff is in the ring with a microphone. He says, "On account of the four horsemen's behavior at Fall Brawl, and on account of their behavior after the match." We're going to have a couple matches here for Halloween Havoc. First up, United States title on the line. Arn Anderson will face Roddy Piper. Tag team titles. Hollywood Blondes 
will face Hawk and Kensuke Sasaki, the Hellraisers. That's if, however, they can defend their titles tonight against Ricky Steamboat and Sting. Ooh. Good luck with that. And then, Rick Rude, I haven't forgot about you. You're going to defend your NWA World Heavyweight Championship at Halloween Havoc against the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. And the horsemen come out, raising hell. Oh, come on! This is ridiculous. This is a abuse of authority. And Eric Bischoff says these matches are final. If you have any more complaints, maybe we can find some more matches for you. And, ah, <laughs> you know, the crowd loves it. <clears throat> we now go to the ring. Number one contenders match for the TV title. Brad Armstrong versus Two Cold Scorpio. Ooh. That sounds good. And this is going t 10, 12 minutes. Um, everybody's getting their stuff in, but Scorpio gets the 450, goes over. Trailer versus Bagwell. Trailer goes over. Yeah, I was saying that doesn't bode well for Marcus. Yeah, he's got he's to get his heat back after losing to Scorp. Then we have a Piper promo. It says, it's great to be back here in WCW. And his old rival and friend, Ric Flair, called him up. He could not say no. Especially when it meant putting those two bozos, Arn Anderson and Rick Rude, in their place. Now, main event, Brian Pillman, Steve Austin, with Tully Blanchard versus Ricky Steamboat and Sting for the tag team titles. Winner faces the Hellraisers at Halloween Havoc. And this is going 20-plus. All the you know, rest of the time we've got. Steamboat's going to be doing the selling. Oh, yeah. You know, he gets caught. On, you know, Sting gets a little bit offense in early. Steamboat gets a little bit offense in early. He gets caught on the wrong side of town. And selling, 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 selling. You know, Austin goes for a stun gun. He rolls through. Dives over for the tag. And Sting jumps off the apron. Sting jumps off the apron. Austin tags in Pillman. Who drags Steamboat back. Rams his head into the uh, uh, turnbuckle. Tags Austin. Stun gun. Tags Pillman. Splash off the top. One, two, three. After the match, Sting comes into the ring and locks the Scorpion Deathlock on Ricky's steamboat until security pulls him off as the cameras go off the air. Damn. We'll find out what happens there next time. Turner's boy. Turn and heel. Sting goes. Hogan goes heel in WWF. Sting goes heel at WCW. Who would have ever thought? I did not see that coming. Yeah, that little, little, little subtle hints yep. with the Ric Flair thing. He wasn't happy Steamboat was with Flair. Didn't trust Flair. We'll see what his rationale is next week, though. But, I mean, you kind of guessed the, the, the theme of Fall Brawl was Flair had to come to terms with his past. Yep. And, you know, that was... Sting, that was Ricky Steamboat, that was Dusty Rhodes, that was Terry Har Funk, Harley, that was Harley Race, and that was Roddy Piper. I did not see Piper coming. Um, that was kind of the, the ace in the hole I'd had. I mean, nobody was using him in 93. Yeah. He was, I think, off filming movies. I think he was making movies in 93. Yeah, he came back for that, that cup of coffee in... In 94. Yeah. Uh, WWF. Yeah. Um... Yeah, because he was basically he was gone after Mania eight. Yes, yeah, he hadn't, he had not been seen. Uh, he came out I other think than SummerSlam. Like SummerSlam, but it was uh, yeah, just it was like a, a one off. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and we're setting up to to go into Halloween Havoc because we're on uh, 
we're pretty much on the highway to, to Starcade at this point. Yeah. Uh, pretty much the year has kind of been laid out as to where we're going. And uh, all the cards are, are on the table, save for maybe a, a debut here or there. Uh, left in WCW, but... Uh, we'll get to that. We're off to the races, and we'll get to that uh, next time. We're out of time. See ya! That's my line! No, that's my line! That's my line! That's my line! We're out of time!